Born to glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Halloween, Big J. Welcome Boo! to Halloween. How does it feel? Feels great. Are you scared? No, man. Frightened? No. Uh, set off course just a little bit today because of Halloween? No. Wonderful. Then welcome to just a regular old Thursday for uh, most of us. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Um, do you think we'll have anybody dress up around the office today? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I think so too. Must be one or two people that uh, that dress up for Halloween. You ever done that in your life? Other than, I mean, at work, I'm I saying. Think, I think, but it was maybe a long time ago when I've tried to erase it from my memory. You didn't like it? No, I don't think people should. People should uh, mind their own business and do their own thing. Well, isn't that what they kind of are doing if they're dressing up as a... No! As a somebody on Halloween? You don't bring cost We're adults! We're not children! But that's definitely somebody doing their own thing. I would think the majority of people don't dress up. I mean, by minding their own business, not bringing their, their regular life stuff into work. Oh, jeez. That's right. You're in a, you're in a sourpuss today. No, what happened? I'm in a great mood. Chili go okay? Chili went great. Yeah? You're happy with the taste? Do you feel like you're going to win this thing today? I mean, it's the best chili I've made. My only... Whoa! Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, it, it was, for a little bit, I, I felt rushed doing it, and I wasn't s- too happy with it, and then, um, once it started to, uh, you know, simmer down and come together, it was, it's pretty damn good. Okay. I only wish I had made more of it. How much did you make? Not enough. Small pot? Large pot? I mean, medium. Okay. I, I just wish there was <laughs> a constant... Uh, you asked a dumb question, well, not me. I, no, I get the dumb answers, but you're absolutely right. You uh, ask dumb questions, you're going to get dumb answers. How much chili you make is a dumb question? Yeah, because oh. I've made 13 gallons of chili before, okay? I know, but when you say something like, so I how wish much I would a regular have damp- made more. Yeah, I wish I would have made more. Like, I don't know if I made enough. That serves, how many would it serve? How about that? I have no idea. Not enough, because it's that damn good. All right, all right. Uh, I hope you win. I really, really, really do. Uh, on top of that, today we're going to try to give away some money at 8.30. We're also going to do a little bit of giveaways for some tickets, man. we got some concerts. One tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Band rolling into town tonight. That would be Wilson. So it's going to be fun. Silent Theory, Meridian Movement, and Basement is happening at the Knitting Factory tomorrow. I need Big J to hold down the fort. I will not be there. It makes me very sad. I want to be there for the Wilson show, but I will miss it. Alas. So I expect a full report from everybody that went. Listen, you've done enough to make the Wilson show happen. And so uh, let's see if it all comes together and makes it uh, makes it pretty. So we hope that you attended and hope you have a great time. And it starts with important stuff today for the show. It's the news. It's the news. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, Halloween is full of costumes and ghosts and all sorts of stuff. But the question is, do more crimes get committed when there's a full moon? You know, it's one of those deals where uh, probably they think that, may, they may, that it encourages people to do things or there's weird stuff in the air because of it. And uh, Betagov is a research department that reviewed old data and found the answer pretty much isn't clear. Some studies found evidence of a lunar effect on crime and negative behavior, while others show absolutely zero at all. But data from uh, the Vallejo, California police shows no correlation between full moon and crime uh, over the four years that they monitored it, from January 14th to May of 2018. 
Uh, and so other people in police forces in Canada and Mexico did the same thing and also found that there was no connection between full moons and crime increases. A researcher notes that these types of studies are fun, but they have real implications for policing, such as developing staffing assignments and distribution of other law enforcement resources if they find that there's a particular time of year or particular time of month, as it were, that you may need more police on the force or more people working at the time, then they, they do this stuff seriously. So there was a reason behind it, you know, just to see if there is anything to the old wives' tale. But there's a couple that say, nope, not really. But I guess I again. It's more fun to think that there is. I know, it does. If there was some sort of weird force pulling people to do bad things, and then of course the whole full moon thing is—that's when the werewolves come out, you know. And so you have to be prepared for werewolves. Make sure all the police are staffed with silver bullets and ready to go, just in case. Well, uh, the Nationals captured their first ever World Series last night. Big J called it. The away team won every single game in this series, all the way through Game Seven. Astros jumped out to an early lead, but the Nationals battled back, won 6-2 last night. Final score, Game 7 in Houston, so your Washington Nationals are the World Series champions for the first time in their franchise history. Congratulations to the Nats. They got rid of their best player, some would say, and end up winning the World Series the next year. Crazy. Yep. Bryce Harper well, was probably next year was the season, right? It was the beginning of the season, pretty much. Yeah, during this last offseason yeah. is when Bryce Harper left, absolutely. No, I think the season had started, hadn't it? No, no, no. He left as a free agent uh, mm-hmm. to the uh, to the Phillies. And so he decided not to come back, and so the Nationals ended up getting the job done. Steph Curry broke his hand last night. It's going to be a long season for the Golden State Warriors fans who uh, have been used to being on top of the food chain over the last couple of seasons. Uh, it has not gone off to a good start for the Warriors, and now they lost their best player with you know, Clay already out for the entire season. And now they've got Steph Curry that's going to miss at least four to six weeks with a broken hand. Hard to shoot a basketball with a broken hand. He just fell weird on it, and that was it. Bill Murray fans uh, going through the Atlanta airport should swing by P.F. Chang's. Uh, The 69-year-old was on Amy Schumer's podcast and said that he filled out an application at P.F. Chang's at the Atlanta airport because he thinks it would be a great place to work. Uh, Good news for Murray. His application has officially been approved. P.F. Chang's let him know that he has officially been hired and asked when he could start. I would not expect him to accept the job, but it's fun to have a little back and forth, right? Right, yeah. Although, that being said, it is probably something that Bill Murray would do. Like, work at a P.F. Chang's in Atlanta Airport for, like, a weekend or something. <laughs> for the whole weekend. Yeah, and not, like, you know, say anything about And what about are you going to do when he doesn't show up for a shift? <laughs> right. You going to write him up? You going to write up Bill Murray? Probably not. But then again, if you're expecting, although that would increase business, I'm sure. Uh, but I'm not sure he would be able to save a food service. But uh, I, I hope at some point he does get to work at P.F. Chang's just to see if he would like it as much as he thinks he would. There is your important stuff. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big congratulations are in order for Sony and Sony's PlayStation 4, Nick. And they've become the second best-selling console of all time surpassing the original PlayStation by selling 102.5 million units. Now, it's not likely to catch up to the PS2, however, which sold 155 million units. And, of course, uh, we have uh, a a new generation of console coming at us next year. So, uh, you know, the the sales are kind of ramping down for both uh, the PlayStation and the Xboxes. 
makes sense because there'll be new ones coming out soon. Absolutely. And uh, that has to do with a lot of the other news here in uh, Nerd Alert. For the fourth time this decade, Electronic Arts <clears throat> has, at the last moment, put its basketball franchise on ice. EA Chief Executive Andrew Wilson told Investors Tuesday the company was beginning, uh, uh, again, looking at a new console generation return to the series. So uh, they're not launching an NBA Live product this season, Wilson said, and prepared marks. Instead, uh, they're expanding our vision, learning hard in leaning hard into the new leading edge platforms and taking time to ensure we deliver against the opportunity for our players now they unlike uh, madden which you know madden has really no other competitor uh nba live has a competitor in nba 2k and both of them uh have the luxury of being licensed through the nba and the players association so it's kind of interesting it's been you know off again on again with the nba live and uh we'll see but you know they are trying to push for their live services nick uh, for ea that uh, fuels apex legends and in-game features like fifa's ultimate team are behind the shift here in focus and uh nba 2k 2k series keeps enhancing it's my player mode to collect real money from players to buy virtual coins so that's where the competition lies as far as the gaming industry is and um that's it's uh it's it, they have to make hard decisions sometimes so you won't be seeing any any nba live 20 uh, as it were for ea sports as much as i enjoy <laughs> EA Sports, for the most part, uh, 2K uh, is way ahead of the gameplay when it was with NBA Live. Even when they were both releasing games in the same year, EA uh, EA Sports was behind. 2K was the better game. So what, what made it better? It's just the gameplay. I mean, it just, it, for some reason, because it, it, EA focused a little bit more on, like, the career story, you know, like, face of the franchises yeah, yeah. of Madden. They were focusing on that and, like, the story mode, and, and, and basically while 2K was doing, okay, how can we make it, they basically ganked Madden Ultimate Team from them, and so gave you an option to create your own team oh, and yeah. build it up. And so you were playing that 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 particular way with 2K, which makes it interesting. I like Madden Ultimate Team, and I like that too. I mean, I haven't played a, an NBA 2K in probably two or three years. It's just uh, one of those things that I I have lost interest in over the years. But it, it, NBA Live was always the game that was behind 2K for sure. Interesting. Uh, Ubisoft surprised observers last week when they announced they would be delaying pretty much their entire slate of upcoming games. Watch Dogs, Legion, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine joining the already delayed Skull and Bones, all of which now will arrive either in the back half of 2020 or early 2021. This is a huge shift for uh, the the gaming giant Ubisoft. Uh, the reason Ubisoft gave this uh, information out was that they wanted to make sure each title lived up to its potential, and they seemed particularly jarred by the overt failure of their big fall game Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which dramatically underperformed both financially and uh, critical expectations. Not sure what happened with that, but they're going back and retooling that entire game now. Breakpoint, uh, Ghost Recon. Did you play it? I, I, I did. I, you know, I played the, um, I played the beta, and and it just, you know, the whole story and everything wasn't something that really, you know, interests me. All the cool stuff that that Ghost Recon, you know, appealed to me didn't really. I mean, it's just the whole storyline and everything. I'm not sure how they're going to retool it or do what, but you know, they took such a huge hit on that that they had to go back and reconsider everything that they were doing, which is a scary thought. And it, the thing about it is, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday with the NCAA football game, and you know, these these games and projects take so long to accumulate and there's so many people that are working these things are so complicated it's crazy but you know at stake is uh, another piece of news here as uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare just came out three days ago they have surpassed 600 million units now 
<laughs> think about that. I mean, think how much each one of those costs. That is an enormous amount of money to be made. And so, you know, you've got a lot of uh, money out there looking to be gotten from people and and consumers and so but the thing is gaming consumers they demand that it, the game is good and they're not going to be you know um they're not going to be patient with uh, with designers and things like that anymore so they've got to have their stuff on point and uh, they rather delay these than do it but part of the other problem is is we've gotten so used to having these games come out at a regular certain time um that every year there'll be a new game right Usually, um, that, yeah. that kind of pressure really doesn't work in the world of game design and can have some real problems down the road for, for some of these companies and, and what they want to achieve. So, you know, having those time pressures isn't always the best thing. Well, you know, even more amazing with that story is how really one unsuccessful game can level a very successful gaming company. I mean, it didn't level them, obviously, but I mean, it clearly affected their business model, and they were having a lot on stake for this one game, and the second it underperforms, everything else goes away Yeah, or, until they figure it out. Or when you have something, for example, like EA's Apex Legends, which has been so successful that they're reshifting a lot of their resources into making another Apex Legends and continuing to make that better. Example, uh, my favorite game, Battlefield, um, they're pushing that next battlefield back until maybe 21 22 uh to be able to you know bring in apex legends and make it its feature you know game for the next couple years yeah and uh, you know i'm not i mean I, you know you hear stories about how difficult the world of gaming and coding and that kind of stuff is i mean it goes back to red dead redemption 2 and all the terrible things that people said rockstar did to keep this game release on schedule to the people working, you know, 21-hour yeah, days. Yeah, they people. And <laughs> uh, oh, wait, they didn't do that. Not but. quite, but it was one of those things where yeah. they were working them to the yeah. bone because yeah. they've got deadlines to meet because there is so much money involved in this. You cannot be late. Well, it, you know, I mean, it, you don't, I don't know. Do we... Well, it all comes down to financial quarters, and so <laughs> there's so many things to play in those that it just, you know, it's not as simple as like, hey, let's just put out a game. No, Can't right. Do that. No, no, certainly not with the, as crowded as the uh, the marketplace is these days. It's got to make a lot of choices out there. So uh, there is your nerd alert. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, answer this question to the best of your ability without getting yourself in trouble. Do you feel like sometimes your wife ignores you on purpose? Oh yeah, absolutely. And can the same be said on the other side? Like, do you ignore her on purpose sometimes? I mean, I suppose so, yeah. Well, good. Then you are just like 70% of Americans. Yay! A new study shows that 7 in 10 people think their partner has selective hearing. Respondents said on average, men, quote, will not hear what their partner is saying about 7 times per week. While women do the same about 6 times per week. More than half of the adults polled say they were concerned that their partner's selective hearing could be to genuine hearing loss. Do you believe that, Big J? No. <laughs> 40 selective hearing. 40% say they know for sure that their partner has legitimate hearing issues. Uh, would you say you have legitimate hearing issues? No. In fact, here's the deal. So she kept saying, oh, your hearing's because I want the TV to be loud. Yes. Um, and, and it's really a frequency range of being able to hear certain dialogue, I think. Uh, but so I'm like, fine. Went into Costco. I'm like, let's go do this. Let's go get my hearing checked. Went in there. Perfect hearing. It was a re-issue. I haven't heard much about it since then. 
like it. I like it. Uh, it's important to get hearing issues checked out like Big J did because hearing loss can lead to isolation, depression, even being linked to dementia as well. So uh, getting those hearing things checked out is fine. And the odds are, yes, your, your significant other is probably ignoring you on purpose. Either they want to pretend that they, you didn't say that or uh, they just don't want to do what you asked them to do is what it boils down to. And so uh, the good news is you're not alone. Everybody apparently has this issue. The Washington Nationals are the World Series champions. Beat the Houston Astros in Game 7 last night in Houston, 6-2. It is the first time in World Series history that the away team has won every single game all the way through Game 7. It has never happened before. But I, I was looking at some stats. It's pretty impressive, man. Did you know that, that the World Series winning team hasn't clinched on their home field since 2013? That's a long time, That's man. That's a really, really long time. And uh, and so it's pretty crazy. And it, I think it was something like the last uh, it was like the last six games or something like that. Or I'm sorry, the last nine games in the World Series, the away team has won, which is also crazy. I think it's great too that the Nationals were the wild card winner. Yeah, yeah, not the first time that's happened, yeah. but it's always nice when they uh, go through. And uh, and at least I can feel better about uh, having lost my team having lost to the eventual World Series. Because there's no way they would have gotten this far Correct. had the Brewers won. No, you're absolutely right. They had they just had too many injuries to deal with. Steph Curry broke his hand last night, speaking of injuries, in the Golden State Warriors game. One of the most exciting players in the NBA going to be out for a significant amount of time. Just fell weird on it, and uh, obviously you need your hand to shoot in basketball, and so he is going to take some time. Especially when you're that guy. That's what he does. <laughs> exactly. Specialist. That's, that's his thing. Uh, I'm not going to say that we're seers, but yesterday we talked about this very, very topic about how Naomi Watts' Game of Thrones spinoff got canceled, right? And yeah. then yesterday HBO uh, announced that they are going to greenlight another uh, Game of Thrones prequel, but this one is called, guess what? Rain of Fire. No, House of Dragon. Oh, okay. Rain of Fire is a movie with Matthew McConaughey. Nah, well, it was part of the artwork, but this came out on the same day. Yeah. Well, it came out yesterday that they were doing a Naomi Watts thing got canceled the day before. But No, no, the same day. They talked about it. It's a George R.R. R. Martin. This is one he wrote, right? Well, no, he wrote both of them. He, he wrote right. both of them. He, he, was, uh, he was the scriptwriter for the Naomi, the Naomi Watts one as well. But, uh, again, this one, so the Naomi Watts one took place a thousand years before Game of Thrones. And House of Dragon takes place 300 years before Game of Thrones. But the focus is much more on dragons than it is on... Oh, yeah, I thought you else. knew that. That's well, why you said that. No, no, I had no idea. Oh. Uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, I think maybe that's what people like more than anything else. And sure enough, that's how it's happening. It's based on uh, Fire and Blood, the book. And, of course, uh, George R.R. R. Martin will be writing the script as well. Nothing is done yet. They, they, the difference is the Naomi Watts one was in the can. Like, they had filmed it. They had given it a pi HBO pilot. Everything was done. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, I would love to see that pilot, man. Maybe one day. There's a, they, If they find themselves online eventually, like, if you look, there's a ton of unaired pilots on YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, but it's uh, it, it'll probably be a while before that surfaces. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Rocks. Today's We're Going to Hell story is honestly a story, and it feels like it's something out of, like, a, a novel that would be turned into a movie that would star, like, oh, I don't know, give me somebody famous, like a, a celebrity of the day, like a, like a Jamie King kind of a thing. 
or a uh, a Lindsay Lohan back in the day. Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if she was ever an actress, but yes, something like that. The 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 woman of the moment that was the big star of the show, of the movie. But it's a reminder that that listen. At the end of the day, there's a lot of scumbags out there. You know what I mean? And a lot of people out there that are willing to just turn people's lives upside down for what seems like really nothing. For instance, let's say you are a 21-year-old lady. You're going to college, right? You're getting ready to start your career, and you meet somebody. Somebody that you happen to work with at the same restaurant that you're waiting tables and he's a chef, right? And you start to date, and you start to have a really good time, and you're together for about, you know six seven months you decide to move in together in that particular time everything is going great and then big j the unthinkable happens oh no your boyfriend you're informed has passed away apparently there was a bike accident downtown and he didn't make it and so uh she was notified by his brother that he was visiting out of state and so she wasn't even when he was there Said it was out of state. He was going to be buried with his family. Everything is fine, but he wanted to let they wanted to let the girlfriend know. And so, you know, she packs up all of his stuff. She goes through three years of mourning. You know, she doesn't date anybody else because she thought she was in love with this guy. The whole thing, right? Yeah. And of course, during the time that they lived together, and they are, uh, you know, boyfriend girlfriend. Some money exchanges hands. He had to borrow some money from her to do some stuff, and so uh, he she's out about twenty five hundred bucks, right? Over the course of the relationship, but she literally, that's the furthest thing from her mind because she lost her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's dead. She, he's dead? Yeah, she, he's dead. He's not dead, is he? He's not dead. Fast forward four years later, right? Four years? Yeah, and she's in, and she now, by the way, graduated from college, is a very successful writer, is doing some things. She's got a job for a online uh, blog that pays her some money to do this stuff, and she's sitting down at a restaurant, and who does she see in, like, the back kitchen? She's like, oh, my God, that looks like Tom. And, and then she looks, and she goes, listen, I-, I know I'm weird. That's Tom. That's him. And so she comes up and says hello to him, and he runs out of the restaurant. Bye! So she's like, holy crap, that's him. So she tracks down his brother, because she still has some of the information, because they shared some pictures and stuff. And and the brother, uh, turns out it was a bad address. It was never his brother. It was like a friend that he had said, call her and tell her that he was dead, because he didn't want to pay her back the 2300 bucks that he borrowed from her. And that Jesus. was his way of getting out of it. And apparently this is his M.O. As she started to research this, she realized he's done this with like two other people, some of his actual family members, and he's into it for like 15 gur, and he just fakes his death like two or three times a year to get out of. He like says he's going to visit someplace else, and then somebody calls and says, listen, he passed away in an accident. Well, you know, so there's follow-up stuff like, you know, a memorial. You would think. Or either somebody that would go, well, really? Can I, I mean, is there an obituary or something that I can share on my goofy social media page or whatever? But he's got like six or seven different social media profiles. He just creates a new identity every time just so he can scam people out. And it's not even a significant amount of money. Like, I mean, it's one thing if it's like two, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000. But we're talking about a girl. Yeah. And 2500 bucks. Not something you should be faking your death over. Something that you're a jerk and a scumbag if you don't pay back, for sure. But we're talking about going through a whole hell of a lot of trouble just for that. Yeah, it seems like it'd be not worth the grief. No kidding. 
Also, if you're that good at faking your deaths, use your powers for good, not evil, right? I mean, if yeah, you're good you, at you should be, uh, you should be erasing people. Thank you. The eraser. Like Star Wars. Vanessa Williams. Morning. Erased. Here's the point. Don't be a scumbag. Pay back your debts. Don't fake your debt. That's just being and how It's too bad it took four years for this poor lady to figure out what an idiot she was. And that was what the basis of the article was. She was just like, man, I spent three years, honestly, mourning my boyfriend. And and now I find out that he bailed on me over tw- $2,200. I mean, just break up with me. Why do you have to pretend that you're dead? Yeah. I'll still think you're an a-hole either way. But why do why do you have to you know ruin my life for three years and think that I, you know you were the one true love and all this other kind of stuff? People are scumbags. That's the story. Morning after with Nick and Big J. You're running out of excuses. I'll give you the details next. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and my brother Joss is here to show us the easy. Lincoln Park, one step closer here on the morning after with Nick and Big J and. You're running out of excuses. The number one most common excuse why people just don't exercise on the regular Big J, what do you think it would be? Not enough time. That's it. That's it. got time. Nobody's got time to do that. Uh, Even with six-minute abs. (laughs) But it turns out uh, you're lying about that. Uh, According to the uh, Rand Corporation, it finds that while people think they don't have enough time to do stuff, uh, you'd be amazed at how much time they spent not doing anything and just staring at their phone screens. Uh, on average, men spend about a half hour more than women, but about 211 minutes of their free time every single day, three and a half hours, is spent staring at your cellular phone, doing something or not doing anything at all. If it's just uh, checking out social media or looking at a video or playing a game or whatever the case may be, women did the same, but just under three hours. So men spend about 6% of their time exercise. Women spent about 5% of their time exercising. And according to this, uh, we spend, oh, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 12% of our free time looking at our cellular devices or our phones. And that does not account for the time that you spend watching your TV, playing your video games, doing other things. So the reality of it is you do have plenty of time. You just spend your time watching your devices instead. Dr. Deborah Cohen's the co-author, and she says that if we can increase the public's awareness of how they actually use their time and create messages that encourage Americans to reduce their screen time and maybe help you become a little bit more physically active, then maybe, just maybe, you can be a little bit more feasible in spending 20 or 30 minutes of your each day doing some physical activity and cutting out some of the screen time. And hell, you can do physical activity while you're doing screen time, too. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. You can exercise as you're watching your device or as you're watching a television. Or, you know, there's gyms that make their living doing stuff like that. So, we're running out of excuses. We can't use the I don't have time excuse anymore. Now we can. It just doesn't work. Well, you're lying about it. I mean, as long as you realize that you're, you're just lying. You can, you can use any excuse you want, I suppose. You don't as long tell as... me how much time I have. I tell you. Well, no, I understand. I'm not asking you. All I'm saying is, if you're saying to yourself, I don't have time to exercise, the answer is, yes, you do. You have to come up with a different excuse if you want it to be truthful. That's all. Because you're spending a ton of time on the phone or doing other stuff. You just don't want to exercise. That's probably the truth. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff on the way. Double Dare on the way at 8.30. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Tomorrow, Big J, you can grab your little poochie yours, drive them over here to Boise, 
take them out in Ann Morrison Park and then Optimus Youth Sports Complex. And you can let the dog run around without a leash. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Give your little puppy no, some exercise. No, it's not cool. What's the matter? Listen, because then sometimes they don't want to listen to you and come back. Well, some dogs. Yeah, are you saying that's what your dog would do? Uh, he is sometimes difficult to, to wrangle in. <laughs> Have you had to chase him down yet? Uh, no, I don't. That wouldn't that would make sense. <laughs> he sure as heck isn't coming back for me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like there's some animosity there. It's not animosity. He just, you know, he, he likes the females better than me. Let's put it that way. Uh, but you like the dog, right? Oh, I love him. Okay, making sure. The seasonal off-leash program is happening, and it is intended to prevent long-term damage and address health and safety concerns caused by geese. All areas of the parks are available for off-leash dog use from sunrise to sunset, with the exception of the river with the greenbelt paths, the parking lot, the roads, and the playgrounds there. Dog Island at Mant and Morrison Park is going to be remain open during the winter. Uh, water in the ponds surrounding the island will be drawn down. Signs are posted to uh, warn users of unsafe ice as it gets colder. Don't go walking out there with the dog. It's a bad idea. Make sure your dogs stay off the ice as well. Of course, owners are also reminded to continue to pick up after their pets, and then the off-leash program runs through February when the leash rules go back into effect. But if you want your dogs to run a little wild and you can keep them under control, you don't have to chase them around like Big J would have to his dog, it might be a good opportunity for you to get a little exercise that way. Nationals captured their first ever World Series last night, beating the Houston Astros 6-2 in Game 7 in Houston. They won on the road four times during the series. The road team won every game in the World Series for the first time ever, and the Nationals picked up their World Series championship somewhere, Bryce Harper. Do you think he, Bryce Harper's upset, or is he just counting his money today? I don't know. It's got to be a bummer, you know, because I'm sure that for a period of time, he really loved being uh, on the Nationals. Oh, for sure. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I, I you know, they didn't want to pay him, obviously, or I don't know if there was animosity when that happened. I mean, I'm sure some of the fans were like, hey... Yeah, I don't think the fans liked him very much. They felt like he was chasing the cash. And, of course, you know, again, nobody really expected the Nationals to go on this run. This is quite the Cinderella story. I mean, they yeah, were big who things Yeah, and maybe him being on the team, they don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it can be it can be that kind of thing where, you know, lineups and whatnot, it's just, uh, it's crazy. Maybe, uh, what, what is the young kid's name? The guy who hit the home run the other night? Carlos Santo or? Soto? Soto, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's he had a hell of a postseason, a hell of a postseason. So, uh, who knows? I just I, I couldn't figure out. I was wondering if like if that were me, if I would be like super You'd pissed. Have to be bummed. I mean that's bummed. of course the end of the the, the 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 end game for everybody. You want to win a World Series eventually. Yeah, the Phillies then, will never win one again. I mean he's got three hundred and some odd million dollars to keep him okay with it. You know what I mean? You could probably just isolate himself from that stuff if you. Yeah, know. well, let's see who's who's probably feeling worse today. Uh, is it uh, Bryce Harper or uh, Verlander? Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, mean, Verlander has a terrible World Series record, but he gets to go home to Kate Upton. Sure, and he's got a World Series championship yeah. too. I mean, he won he didn't one. Didn't do anything it. on that one, but yeah, he helped him get there. Certainly, I mean, he certainly hasn't won a World Series game. No, that is true. Uh, he has said, but he's also like, I mean, he's pitched so damn much. He's got to be tired at this point, too. I feel bad for him. But again, he's won a World Series championship as well. So he's got at least that to fall back on. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate comes out in theaters officially today. And if you've seen any of the previews, any of the trailers, any of the commercials, you probably said to yourself, hey, Linda Hamilton's ripped. 
Uh, and she says that she went through pretty much hell in order to look that way that she does in uh, Terminator Dark Fate. She says she ate zero carbs and she trained like a maniac so she could get back into shape. She said that she uh, always has to give up something if she wants to get into that kind of really ripped shape, and this time it was the carbs. She said that she worked out just like she did when she was uh, preparing for Judgment Day, and she wanted to put on muscle and get rid of some fat, and so that's what she decided to do. Work out like a maniac and stop eating carbs, and it worked because she looks like she would kick pretty much anybody's ass at this point. Yeah. And not even think twice about it. Um, But... Are you ready for Dark Fate? We're going to see that Yeah, tonight. man, I'm very excited. All right. We'll give you the podcast and the review for that tomorrow morning here on The Morning After, so get ready. The all-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. All right, let's make some dreams come true and give away some cash this morning because part of the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Caller X is on the phone. His name is Chuck. Chuck, good morning, man. How's your Thursday so far? It's doing awesome, man. I'm about to make it even better. Thanks to you guys. Here's the hope. Here is the hope, my friend. Confidence. Big J is going to give you a couple categories. You decide which questions you want the categories to come from, okay? Cool. All right. uh, We've got famous fat guys and movies with terrible sequels. What's it going to be there, Chuck? Got to go with famous fat guys. All right. Good luck, my friend. All right. Uh, For $50, this fat guy is not so fat anymore, but did appear in movies like The Big Lebowski, Babe, King Ralph, and played Roseanne's husband on TV for years. John Goodman, rest in peace. Dude, right. he's, he's still alive. Don't kill him off. Oh, okay. He's Whoa, man. <laughs> Hope, if he's dead the, the, at the end of this week, it's your fault. All right? It's on you. But you do have $50, uh, and so hopefully that is good. Would you like to risk it for $100, or you want to keep the 50 Pull it up. You want to do 100 I'm sorry. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah I'll go for 100 All right. Here's your $100 question. This actor was a zookeeper and a mall cop on the big screen and king of queens on the small screen. Kevin James. I think he said yeah, Kevin yeah, James. All right. We'll give it to him. Absolutely. That is $100 there, Chuck. And so now you've got the hardest question of the bunch, an opportunity to walk away with $200, or you can take the $100 that you definitely have, and you can keep that. What would you like to do? Uh, you know what, man? I think I'm just going to keep the hundred. All right, all right, Smart. that's good. Big it's a tough one. Uh, so you want to give it? Let's give the two hundred dollar question to him to see if he would have got it. Yeah. Uh, is is it pronounced Jorge? Uh, yes. yes. Jorge Garcia played Hurley, the token fat guy stranded on an island, but still never lost any weight on this long running ABC series. Oh man! Thank God I took the hundred. I have no idea. Ah, good job. The series was called what? Big J. Lost. Lost. Right. He was hurt. How many many seasons was it? Lost. I think six or seven. Uh, congratulations, man. You have $100, Chuck. That is guaranteed money coming your way. Hang on. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. And that's how it works. All cash, $25,000. X Double Dare is going to continue. 12.30 today with Jason Drew. 4.30 today with Adam as well. More money to be given away. And we're going to do some tickets with Pop Culture Smackdown next on the X. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll get you set up too, boy, with tickets. 
to an awesome show. Two of them, actually, coming up. Uh, one is Friday. Uh, that's tomorrow at the Dating Factory. Wilson, Silent Theory, Ready Movement, and Basement. Our free X show brought to you by Corbin Ford. We are so excited for this show. Uh, and all the work that's gone into it, by the way, it's a lot. So we are going to hook you up with these tickets. By the way, we'll have more tickets to give out later today and uh, probably uh, tomorrow uh, before the show as well. So that and the Aquabats and People Mover are coming to town. Nick, we're excited about that show as well. I cannot wait for either of these Fridays. The next two Fridays are going to be great. Yeah, exactly. So we'll get you set up with tickets to next Friday's show as well, November 8th at the Dating Factory. So if you want to go, you have to win in Pop Culture Smackdown, 208-287-1003. Big J's got the questions. Hopefully you have the answers. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael. Good luck. Yeah, we got a last run here of Halloween questions. So if you watch a certain video, you would die seven days later in this horror movie. Oh, uh. Paranormal events? Paranormal events? It is not paranormal <laughs> Sorry, man. Thank oh. you for playing, though, Michael. Appreciate it. Good morning, the X. What up? What up, man? Here's Big J with your question. If you watch a certain video, you would die seven days later in this horror movie. <laughs> oh, God. Is it VHS? No, no. <laughs> Solid guess, though. Yeah, Solid guess. You're close. Very bad. Terrible movie, by the way. Hello, the X. <laughs> What's up? Hey, man, did you hear Big J's question? Um, can I get it one more time? Sure. If you watched a certain video, you would die seven days later in this horror movie. Uh, the Ring? The Ring right. is correct. Good job. Uh, Nick, what movie featured an epic fight scene with actor Keith David and Rowdy Piper? Uh, that would be They Live. Good job. Yes, right. That's correct. Rob Zombie remade what classic horror movie? <laughs> uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. No, wrong. No, uh, Rob Zombie remade what classic horror movie? Uh, that would be the... uh, crap. Um, we just got this. Uh, Devil's Reject. Wrong. No, no, oh, no. Oh man, you're in trouble. <laughs> she is gonna beat you. <laughs> He's getting yelled at in the background. Give I'm her the sorry, phone. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. Hello, the X. It sounds like they just watched it. <laughs> Hello, the X. Yes. Yeah, uh, here's Big J with your question. Rob Zombie remade what classic horror movie? The Dracula? No. Wrong. No, oh, that'd be great, though. <laughs> would I it? would, yeah. I thought you were over Rob Zombie horror movies. Nah, if he remakes one. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, the answer to Big J's question is what? Uh, is it, is it, uh, Black Creature from the Black Lagoon? Wrong! No, also, would be great. would be great. Remember we had a screening in this movie, Nick? Remember he made a sequel to it? Hello, The X. Yeah. How's it going? Hey, man, here's Big J with your question. Rob Zombie remade what classic horror movie? Halloween. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Halloween. Nick, name all five of John Carpenter projects starring Kurt Russell. You. That's not very nice. Uh, I'm not going to get there. I know it's the thing. Yep. Right. I know it's Big level, big Trouble in Little China. There you got two. Right. Uh, I know that he was in... Uh, no, he was not in that movie. I was going to say Vampires, but he was not in Vampires. Nope. That, that was, was James, James Woods. Woods. So, um... God, am I out after two? After That's two? That's embarrassing. 
Come on, man! I'm trying to think of other John Carpenter stuff, and I'm drawing a blank. The all of a only sudden. sequel he made, The Fog. He was in The Fog, right? Nope. He wasn't. He was not <laughs> in The Fog. Son of a. Okay. What else? What did I miss? Uh, you missed Escape from New York. Oh my god. <laughs> and Escape from LA. Escape from right. LA. Okay. And. Uh, this part of a trick question. I said projects, not movies. Uh, the Elvis made-for-TV movie. Oh, I never would have got that. Where Kurt right. Russell, I believe, won a Golden Globe. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to I'll People thank you. Mover. I'll thank you very much. And Aquabats. And you're going to go check out the Free X Show with Wilson tomorrow. Hang on tight. We'll get some information from you. And there you go. That's your pop culture Smackdown Halloween style. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Jeez, man, why? That's a lot of money and gross, guys. That's a lot of money. Halloween spending is a bit out of control. How much are you going to spend on candy this Halloween, Big J? I don't, I don't know. Oh, you're not allowed to buy stuff? I well, forgot. I mean, I don't. nobody's going to be home, so I don't think anything. Oh, nobody's going to be home at all? I don't think so. So no, uh, do not go to Jay's house in Middleton. You're not going to find any candy there. Yeah, tonight. go downtown Middleton today. But Americans to are going to spend about 8.8 billion dollars on candy, and then you factor in costumes and decorations this year. It's about 86 dollars for every person who plans to celebrate Halloween. Now that includes a half billion dollars on costumes that Americans are buying for their pets. Damn, that is double the amount they spent a decade ago. You've got a lot of. Pets, Big J. Any of them dressed up for Halloween? Uh, we do have an outfit, yeah, for for a couple of them. You know, the cats, they don't really like to wear stuff. Uh, Corky, yeah, we've got a Yoda outfit for him. Okay. He's adorable. Is he going to dress up in it today? I don't know. Maybe. Also not your territory? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you got it for, right? Or did you buy it for it? Or did it already You're have thinking it? I did it? Well, <laughs> Yoda sounds like you. I know the wife doesn't no. care. Give her a no, but Star the kids Wars. do. The okay. kids bought it. I, I have no idea what their plans are. I mean, is it the, nobody's going to be home? The dog's going to be alone with a Yoda costume. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. They might take him out. I don't know. <laughs> Pumpkins and hot dogs, for the record, are the favorite uh, dog costumes out there. Poor dogs. Gross guys or geez, man, why? Aw, oh, geez, man, why? Well, this sounds like torture. A man from Brighton, Michigan may have broken a Guinness World Record as he completed 5,010 burpees in a 12-hour period. Oof. Now, uh, a burpee is maybe a full-body exercise that some people know as a squat thrust, but he averaged about 500 burpees an hour during his record attempt. Uh, in, during his attempt, he raised over $7,000 for breast cancer research in honor of his friend who died of the disease. Mike Berenin is his name, and he plans to submit the record and the required evidence for his attempt to the Guinness World Records for official recognition. I don't think I could do 10 burpees in 12 hours, let alone 5,010. I don't think I could do one. And uh, if anybody who has played any kind of sports in their life is familiar with a burpee, it is, it is hell on earth. It is the worst thing ever. Uh, it is right below uh, burpees number one, wind sprints number two. And it's one of the worst things we had to do all the time, running around, playing sports. It was no fun. Yep. Wrap it up with gross, guys. Uh, you may have remembered a couple of weeks ago, Mountain Dew released its voodoo flavor. And it's one of those deals where it was the mystery flavor and they encouraged people to try it. And they encouraged people to guess what the correct flavor was. And they got a lot of guesses they've got dreamsicle cream soda skittles fruit stripe gum 
but the information is ready to go and try it and you can have some now but guess what there's only two more days and they released what the flavor actually was it was candy corn flavor mountain dew god that's the worst why, why would, would you do that i don't know i don't know don't they read the stories about how it's the worst candy? I think they probably try to do that stuff just to make people... Because, I mean, listen, nobody really thought it was candy corn. Everybody else thought it tasted like something else. So either people don't know what candy corn tastes like and they're buying into the anti-candy corn hype, or Mountain Dew maybe did an interesting job with the voodoo flavor. But this is why I don't do the mystery flavor stuff, man. I've I don't got, blame you, I've man. got no interest in, in being a part of something that Why would you? I don't know what's inside of it. I'm not sure what I'm consuming or putting inside of my body. And odds are I probably won't like it anyway. Like, I'm fine with regular Mountain Dew. I know I like that. I don't. You can even get rid of Code Red as far as I'm concerned. I don't need it. How dare you? But uh, the drink is only available for two more days before being sent permanently to the Mountain Dew graveyard. So if you, for some sick and psychotic reason, want to try candy corn-flavored Mountain Dew... It's the voodoo flavor, the mystery flavor, and it's out in stores for the next couple days. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines coming up in a few short seconds. Big J's got some bad impressions for you. It's next on the X-Rock. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we got tickets to our free act show brought to you by Corn Ford tomorrow night at the Knitting Factory basement opening up. Brady Movement, Silent Theory from Spokane, and then Wilson uh, coming in here to destroy the Knitting Factory stage all for free. We'll get you your tickets right here if you can figure out bad impressions. I'm telling you right now, you're not going to want to miss the show. It's going to be amazing. So if you want to go 208-287-1003 just to figure out who Big J is trying to be from Three Clues. That he has prepared for somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure it out, you got a show you're going to tomorrow, and you are busy, and it's a good thing. Hello, the X. Oh, 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 oh. It's like they're afraid of the tasty nasty, Nick. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name? My name is Nate. All right, Nate. Good luck. All right. Uh, let's see. It's the wrong page. Here we go. My real name is Robert Van Winkle. Okay, next one. My 90s rap game was real strong, but now I have a love of renovating homes on HGTV. Oh, no. Uh, okay, next one. Dun, 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 dun. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Nice. Is back with a brand new edition. That is correct, Nate. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, Keep it real, buddy. <laughs> you are going to go check out Wilson tomorrow night at the uh, Old Knitting Factory Concert House. Uh, a, a gentleman that Wilson drops in their song, Summertime Blues. Yeah. His name Summertime is in the Treat. Song. What did I say? Summertime Blues? Summertime Treat. And why is Vanilla Ice in the news? Uh, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Rob Van Winkle. Yeah. How are you going to celebrate his birthday? I watch will... some Vanilla Ice Project. Hey, is he still on the TV? Yeah, they get new episodes and stuff. Yep, they get another season coming up here uh, very soon. Yeah, I haven't watched in a very, very, very long time. Uh, but happy birthday to him! How old is he? Did you say he? Oh man, I just—he's uh, fifty-two. Fifty-two years old. Happy birthday, Rob Van Winkle. Uh, still, still kicking it old school, I suppose. Yeah, I love that guy. I know you do. You still have the hat. You haven't broken it yeah, up in a while. Yeah, it's well, it's 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 because I got the white one. It's dirty, but yeah, no, it's it's still around. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. 
That is New Green Day, the father of all mother bleepers here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for today's show. Had a chance to give away $100 in cash during the all-cash $25,000 double dare. That's always nice. Congratulations again uh, to Chuck. You have an opportunity to win at 1230 yourself with Jason Drew or 430 today with Adam. Of course, had a chance to give away some tickets to the Free X Show, which is tomorrow night. Certainly looking forward to that. There'll be more of that to come tomorrow as well. That is a promise for sure. And we also got a chance to talk a little bit about free time. And maybe we have a little bit more time to exercise than we'd like to admit. But that doesn't mean we have to do it, does it, Big J? Yeah, that's right. I don't got the time. Free country. Uh, and, of course, I uh, want to remind you that we're going to have a live broadcast happening on Saturday from noon, excuse me, 10 a.m. until uh, noon at the old uh, Bogus Basin Ski Swap. It's happening at Expo Idaho. You can grab details at bbsef.org. So whether you want a uh, new gear or you want to sell your gear, head on out to the Ski Swap at Expo Idaho this Friday through Sunday. We'll be out there. It's the 69th year of this bad boy, so it should be a good time. Got a big chili contest happening in a few minutes big j i guess that gives you the floor sir yeah yeah man i uh i worked hard yesterday on my uh my chili so i hope everybody likes it it always uh, gets me excited will you uh be i know you're gonna be happy if you win will you be are you gonna try other people's chili or you're just gonna stick well, of to course yours? i'm gonna try everybody's oh, chili what the hell man i don't know will you vote for somebody else's if it's better will you admit it i guess uh yeah all right have you tasted one yet that you've enjoyed better than yours in my life? Um, yeah. Well, you said this was the best chili you've ever made. Yeah, that I've ever made. And I came in third once at the uh, the Running Firefighters Chili Cook-Off. Did so. you believe that there were two other teams better than you? Well, one team. Oh, that's right. You hated the other one because it had corn in it, Yeah, right? it, corn does not belong in chili. Uh, so we'll see how it happens. A full re- report on that and a Terminator uh, Dark Fate review will be happening tomorrow, too. We will see you then. Jason Drew's up next. It's EX Rock.